0: Welcome back. This is Rhymes with Decora, companion podcast project of Inspired Media. Benji Nichols here, your host, bringing you stories from across the region, talking about things that are going on, challenges, exciting stuff from across Northeast Iowa, Southeast Minnesota, and Western Wisconsin. We appreciate you checking things out. Decora.fun is where you can find all of it. iloveinspired.com is our project today I have a very special guest. I am so excited. Uh, Mr. Adam Wilkin, you have taken a moment out of a blissful vacation to come in and chat with us. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Benji. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. It is so fun to have you here. You know, Adam, it it goes um, months at a time, maybe years before you and I will see each other or talk to each other. And every time I see you, I just think, well, yeah, of course. Uh, We're all, you know, we're right back where we left off. And we fall right (laughs) back into it. Yeah, I know. That's crazy how that works. It is amazing. Adam, your journey has been a really uh, fun one and one that we have followed over the years with Inspired. I was just looking back in 2017, we did a little community builder feature uh, on you when you were at Lanesboro Arts. Yeah. And I a, couldn't believe that that was in 2017. It seems like a long time ago, even though it was a flash. <laughs> and uh, your journey has taken you some really uh, cool places here across the Midwest. So welcome. Yeah. And we're excited to talk about those, the importance of art in communities and all that kind of good stuff.
1: Yeah, Rural arts community development. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for all that support. It's been crazy to think about that. You know, you gave me, you were kind enough to give me like a page to do like an editorial when I was here at KPBL too. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah, man. The the adventures are deep. Let's roll back for a second because you have roots
1: uh, in Southeast Minnesota, right? I do. Yeah. I I grew up in in Harmony, Minnesota, my whole youth, but you know, it drives my wife crazy, but I do tell people, you know, I was born in Decorah. I was born on Montgomery street (laughs) in the hospital there. That's it. That's being born in a rural in a yeah. rural part of
0: America, right? Yeah. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And growing up in Harmony, I mean, we love we love Harmony. We love the trails. We love yeah. being connected there. We have some great relationships uh, and and love to help promote all that goes on. Tell us tell us a little bit about that. Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, Amish country, all that good stuff. But we would, you know, it's still a really small community, and uh, like a lot of people do today, you know, we would come down to Decorah um you know as a you know as a hub uh, you know place to get some business done and and relax and whatnot i've got fond memories of going to the pool at the cliff house or the arcade in the back of Mabes. you know the old walmart back when uh kvike was still a kfc yeah uh, the co-op was a fair way and um yeah doing luther camps and stuff when i got a little bit older and so yeah you know
0: absolutely
1: uh, it's those it's regional just regional
0: things, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, so it's just, you know, uh, I just love getting back here. It's been really great um, exploring here and seeing what's different, what's the same. And I love those touches
0: on some of the things you just mentioned. Uh, were you ever a come and go um, game room kid as well? Or was, was that not on your radar? <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't on my radar. Yeah,
1: I would have been totally all over that,
0: though. With all the changes on the west side, we've been talking about that. And back in the day, there was a pinball was my favorite, but they had all the, the hot games back in the day. A lot <laughs> nice. of quarters. A lot of quarters yeah. spent. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, growing up in Harmony, you found your way through school, out of school, and, yeah. and sticking around Southeast Minnesota, though, in some really, really cool yeah, ways, right?
1: De- yeah, definitely. You know, I lived up in uh, the Twin Cities for a couple years out of college, but then, yeah, at 24, I moved to Decorah and, uh, and yeah, and ran a community radio station here for a couple years, and, and it's just it's really crazy looking back on it because in, in so many different ways, it was kind of doomed from the start, you know, <laughs> where well, we, it, should, it, we should, we yeah. should unpack that a sec. So KPVL was yeah. a
0: community radio station in Postville that was started under, you know, community uh, ways and things. And yeah. through the years, like a lot of nonprofits and things just found different paths. They served a real integral part during the yeah. Postville raid and some of those things. Oh yeah. Uh, but then coming out of that, of course, kind of had to
1: reinvent itself. And I think that's about when you caught that, up with that the That was the right? period. Yeah. it, it The board had kind of, d- you know, realized that it's just, it was just too hard to keep it going based in Postville. So they, they kind of up and moved it. Uh, and, and yeah, and took a chance on me, a 24 year old, you yeah. know, to to run this nonprofit. And
0: well, and you, you wasn't yeah. like you
1: didn't have any experience then, no. right?
0: You went to, you went to college. Yeah.
1: At, uh, S- St. Mary's, St. Mary's in Winona, that's yeah. right, yeah. And, you know, my background really is in, like, music and, uh, uh, you know, served on, you know, some nonprofits with Steve McClellan, who was involved with First Avenue for a long time. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, worked different uh, arts admin kind of jobs in the cities, but. Yeah. But and it I think was that's kind pretty. Of
0: the, the path that sort of led us to find each other at one point was yeah. the music. The music world. I, think, I know. Yeah,
1: but... you you were like promoting uh, you know, like Chris Coza, the Opera House, and yeah. uh, uh, some bluegrass bands and stuff. Definitely,
0: we Aaron and I have laughed about that many times. We were uh, very ambitious in our in our early years. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We've we've t- we've tamped it down a little bit in some ways, <laughs> not in others. I have to go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yes, exciting times. But music is what led us together, and of course, that found you KPVL. Yeah. Uh, and and through lots of community projects there.
1: It, it, absolutely. That's and I think that's what really sticks with me it was just the the you know it says a lot about decora too the way that it embraced this this opportunity and the way you'd see people sort of grow and change and really get confidence you know on the radio and get confidence around. Interviewing people and just that kind of communications, you know, like uh, uh you know, John Griesheimer was just a little yeah. a little kid, and now he's like working big shows, you know. I think he, he really ran with all that tech stuff, you know. It's just to see that uh, vehicle. Absolutely. Um, that's really what sticks with me. But yeah, you really couldn't hear it that well in town. We actually ended up putting up like a bootleg antenna on top of the building. And and that was fun for a of while too. That. Yeah, <laughs> right,
0: right. You know, those are the challenges, but also I think those are the things that um, make a community special. They're the things that catch somebody's interest. I mean, like you're mentioning Jonathan Griesheimer. I mean, there are other people who I know were involved. I anyway, know it takes it yeah. takes one person in a young person's life to give them that spark of something they maybe knew or maybe didn't know they were interested in to just run with it.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. that's
0: that's an amazing thing. Uh, and I know through your work, of course, so you're at KPBL, eventually you found your way uh, after that project to Lanesboro, right? Yeah. At Lanesboro Arts, which yeah. we have, we continue to work with. Uh, Lanesboro Arts does amazing work in another yeah. organization that continues to transform itself, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I really had that experience at Lanesboro, you know, like, um, you know, coming in there, working part time and ended up leaving, you know, as a co-director and had the the opportunity to do um, Blandon Community Leadership Training in uh, Northern Minnesota, and as well as... Uh, spent a couple days in Salzburg, Austria as part of their, um, uh, forum for young cultural innovators. They had like 60 people from throughout the world and we were doing this, you know, the, the t- typical conference stuff, but yeah. also there was like time for like feelings and, you know, we got really, wow. really intimate and stuff too. Well,
0: so. I had to go back and look this up cause I remembered, I remembered you did this and I remembered roughly, but I couldn't, I couldn't put it all together. And so I, I did and it was 2016, right? And it was a, yeah. Mc, a McKnight Foundation thing. Um, yeah, you, it was so you were able to travel to Aust- Austria and the Salzburg Global Forum for young cultural innovators. I had to I had to look it up. That's a, a mouthful, <laughs> right? It but is, That was yeah. the program. Yeah, uh, but what a cool
1: experience! And that was through yeah. your work at Lanesboro at the time, Abs- right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they McKnight and the Bush Foundation wanted to support like uh, art place grantees, and yeah. uh, and so Lanesboro was one of them. And it just I was the right age, you know. They're focusing on young cultural innovators, but. It it um, it's I feel like in some ways it you know uh yeah the whole art place thing you know it was uh it's kind of run its course and I feel like you know thinking about the change you know the last couple of years have been really hard and I was actually at a Bush Foundation gathering up in northern Minnesota last month and just thinking about I don't know the momentum that we had then what does that look like now? You know, like, yeah, what is the next five years? How will that be different from the last five years? You know, talking about 2017, it's yeah, just absolutely. like, it feels like a lifetime ago, and so... Um, it's incredible, yeah. I think, because, you know, so many things
0: have changed even via just the pandemic. But before then, too, it's just, a, you know, the world continues to evolve. Uh, art is always evolving in all formats, you know, yeah. always. All um, but I think the important part is, you know, finding people who continue to think uh, outside the box, inside the box, through the box, around the box, <laughs> reinvent <laughs> the box, no longer inside a box. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my favorite lines ever that I think we've picked up over the years. Um, it was uh, at one point, Luther did a um, chips was the student newspaper but once or twice a year they would do sort of a onion-esque uh uh, uh issue yeah and i don't know if you remember this but it, i think it was um uh bob larson at the time who was quoted as a fake quote uh by saying that you know i remember they were doing some production that was really straight ahead and just saying that they had finally decided there was nothing more outside the box than being inside the box <laughs> <laughs> and it was it, it really worked at the moment it was a, it was a great play and irony but i mean it's again it just takes like creative thinking in communities, right? And yeah. every community is different.
1: Yeah. So for Lanesboro's big idea was this, the idea that, uh, you know, Lanesboro Arts Center, let's drop the center. The whole town is the arts center. Let's think of this as an arts yeah. campus. And, and the town really, um, in its own way, everybody in their own way, really got behind this idea of art everywhere and it led to yeah unexpected and wonderful things and they're still running with that now that there's a really great team that's um continuing to innovate absolutely yeah and i, I think we're probably going to chat with a few of those folks at some point on this show as Good. well
0: because we do quite a bit of work with with Leansboro arts and uh you know always mm-hmm. keep things happening i know one of the things that you really got involved in there too or, well two things actually that i wanted to mention one was a lot of really interactive projects with um not just students, but young students and bringing kids in and hands-on and or like community mm. projects or yep. different things where you're even, you know, the typical summer camp style, but then things where you're really bringing kids in to create something, you know, as a, as a group yeah. uh, yep. or community members with young people and all those kinds yeah. of
1: things. Cara, really, that's all Cara, Um, she's the director now and yeah, she, the, the youth stuff, she really ran with that. Uh, my, I was kind of more into the, the art, arts campus stuff. You know, we did a couple of murals, uh, the, the welcome sign on County road, uh, eight coming into town. I I was all over that, making that happen. And uh, I think one project, though, that is, um, you know, could serve as a model, I think kind of has in some ways that I got involved with was, like, this, uh, you know, the Smithsonian waterways thing. You guys were really great to cover that. That was a cool project. Yeah, this idea that, like, everybody uh, gets in on it. You know, the the Humanities Center is still doing these We Are Water MN projects, and I think that they kind of use Lanesboro as a case study about how to, you know, get your community behind this narrative around water is life. And, uh, yeah. yeah and, 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 it was really special. I think in Lanesboro too, we had like some, you know, so it was in the middle of winter and we, but we still had like a, like a really tart warming, you know, ceremony down at the dam. And it was just, um, absolutely yeah it felt significant at the time yeah
0: yeah no for for sure and i mean those are those are the very real things i mean those of us who've been involved in in promoting any kind of event or or artistic endeavor or whatever i mean again in the midwest too i mean we have those moments you remember right whether yeah you you, you get to create those no matter the season or the time (laughs) or or socially what's going on right yeah those are those are incredible moments
1: yeah well yeah and so thinking about yeah doing it, it it is hard work and i think that uh there's no shortcuts you know like it's you really have to buckle down and and uh and take the long road and and what can be frustrating is that does take time and it's like there's there's you know uh so that's like a role to like push that long view but then there's like another role in the community for people to just like respond and like you know uh, do things now you know now 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 right and so it, it's when you can get those two roles like on the same page where like the now people are reinforcing the longer term vision, like that's when it all like comes together. But it's just so hard to get there sometimes.
0: Yes, absolutely. Which we should re- we should bring to you to your, your current place in time before yeah. we, before we take a little break in the show, too, sure. which is at the Anderson Center in Red Wing. So you were in yeah. Lainsboro working, doing several things around southeast Minnesota, as yeah. well as all over the region. You're involved in all sorts of other projects and yeah. musical endeavors and things. Yeah. Uh, and then. You found your way up the river to Red Wing, yeah. right?
1: yeah, yeah. We, we we moved to Red Wing like March twenty twenty. Yeah, so it was a really wow. strange uh, yeah. transition time. Not not able to say goodbye or say hello, but right. But we're feeling really uh, rooted now, and it, and it's just a it's a really dynamic community, and uh, with just like really amazing assets. And so to like to be yeah. a part of that and to really get to know people, it's been really special. The Anderson Center at Tower View. Is a you know it's a historic site, but it's also a an artist community. It's got a year round or a a residency program uh, for half the year, and then, you know, does arts programs and outreach uh, yeah. the rest of the year. Yeah. And I
0: think I, we definitely want to unpack a bunch of that here sure. in the second half of the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I just want to make sure people know who you are, Adam. Adam Wilkins, <laughs> who is uh, from from Southeast Minnesota, but has spent a lot of time around our region and working on various community projects and done a lot of incredible uh, community building work through the arts. There was a quote I heard the other day. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get the quote right, but just in general talking about, um, you know, how important arts are to a community, and how you know the, that fabric woven from the bottom up by independent artists, by people who support them, by organizations that can help you know, kind of bridle that energy brings so much to communities. Um, yeah, and
1: know. and when you think about the the hard work that 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 we have to do, you know, around equity, around inclusion, around just community narratives, you know, rural stereotypes busting, real stereotypes. I feel like the arts and and creativity. Culture, you know, like have just like a huge role to play in in uh, bringing people together in a way that doesn't feel threatening or intimidating. It breaks down barriers. You know, it's it's an accessible entry point. It's something that we all have in common and it's like uh, such a great tool that way.
0: Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't have wrapped that up even in a, in a better statement. No, it's an amazing. It's an amazing thing to uh, to talk about and to to work with. And of course, your work has been an incredible to follow. We're going to talk more about this in just a second. Yep. Here, rhymes with decorum. My guest is Adam Wilkin. We uh, have known Adam for years. We're so excited he happened to be in town, available for a conversation. So uh, we'll be back with Adam in one moment. This is rhymes with Decora.
1: Hey, this is Eric from Cardboard Robot. Uh, we're sponsoring this thing. We're downtown Decora. We sell art supplies and clever toys and stuff. And when Skip the dog and I are not eating red chicken curry, we're listening to Rhymes with Decora.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Our good friend Eric Sovereign from Cardboard Robot here in downtown Decora, helping us bring this show to you today. If you haven't been to Cardboard Robot yet this summer or ever, you need to make sure you stop by Washington Street. I'm sorry. Winnebago Street. What am I talking about? Winnebago Street in downtown Decora. <laughs> I uh, might be sitting right above his store right now recording this, so uh, hey, check it out. Uh, Eric can help you with everything you need to create a bigger, brighter, more fun summer or a really cool project. Today, my guest, Adam Wilchin from the Anderson Center at Tower View in Red Wing, Minnesota. But Adam, we're here talking all things through the region, through arts, uh, through all the years we've known you, and it is a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for making time out of your day. You're actually here on vacation, I will mention, with your family, which is really <laughs> nice of you to be, hey, yeah, you want to meet up first thing in the morning and, uh, and talk about arts and all good things? But I, I really, really appreciate you taking that time. The pleasure's all mine. And we should also say thanks for coming back to Decora. I mean, you could there's a lot of places you could jump off from Red Wing and spend some time, but, uh, it's, it's cool to come back down this way and spend no, some
1: time. Definitely. Yeah. We were able to catch up with some friends and, and yeah, and check out, you know, the new, uh, the, the landing and, yeah. uh, you know, my aunt, um, Michelle opened a new coffee shop too, Mill Street Mocha. We want to yeah, check that out. Awesome they've been doing a great job. They're yeah. our drive through finally in Decora. Like yeah. the, the dream has now
0: been realized. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Aaron,
0: well, you know, you lived here for several years and I'll say yeah. uh, Aaron, my wife, Aaron and I, uh, who, re- who run Inspire, but you know, we've been here since um, around, well, Aaron was here before I was, but around 2006 is when I came back mm-hmm. and been kind of boomerang to the area. And, you know, we always, the, the kind of joke in Decor is, well, we, if we just had this, then we'd be perfect. You know, and we, for a while it was sushi and then we got sushi and then it was in the, Co-op upgrade and upgrade, I mean, you know all those little amenities, but like they're not yeah. little amenities. Uh, and a coffee drive there's a very real thing in the middle of uh, any time. But you, know, <laughs> you, you, you have a young daughter. I do. Uh, Who is three, right? Your wife and you. Uh, And, you know, I will say I will remember not very long ago because our daughter is now almost 10. But boy, when kids are young, especially, it's amazing how much your life changes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Getting in and out of the car to run into the gas station or something. Yeah. It's a whole ordeal sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, it totally is. Well, that
0: kind of folds back into our conversation. So your journey has been involved in the arts one way or the other pretty much since uh, you have been well in school and out of school. Yeah. You know, in looking at our region, uh, you have gotten to spend some time across the way, you know, being from Southeast Minnesota, working your way through this region. Mm-hmm. Aaron and I, of course, through the magazine, have gotten to work a lot in Southeast Minnesota, Western Wisconsin, and Northeast Iowa, and something I've mentioned on the show frequently and that I talk about with folks is just that it's fun to live in a region like this where you might work across multiple states in a single day. Uh, and of course there are larger businesses that do that all the time, but for smaller businesses, I think that's a fairly unique thing. Um, so you're in Red Wing, of course, which is right on the
1: river. Yeah. Uh, and you represent artists who might be from anywhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even across the world. Uh, yeah. You know, it's the, the residency program runs May through, uh, October, and uh, five artists at a time, yeah, from throughout the, the world. You know, the Anderson Center Tower View is sort of known as a literary uh, center, uh, but, but you know, there's artists that do all sorts of stuff, musicians and composers, printmakers. And, yeah, and we should back out for a second yeah.
0: if, if folks aren't familiar. So, the Anderson Center is in Red Wing, kind of up yep. on the the hill, the tower tower at Tower View, <laughs> yeah, hence yeah. the name. It has some really cool history, too, though, right, and kind of the original yeah. founding was uh, sort of a cereal a uh, maven. Is yes, that right? That's absolutely right. Yeah, A.P. <laughs>
1: Anderson developed the the industrial process for puff wheat, puff rice, and, uh, and, and but he grew up just um, you know three miles from there. Went off. You know, he was actually on the fa- family farm until he was maybe thirty. Started you know yeah. later on in life, but yeah, went out went to school, you know, saw the world, got a wife, you know, and then, uh, it, you know, invented puff wheat, puff rice in 1904. And then it was kind of like, okay, what is the next step? And he decided to move back home. Yeah. Uh, sounds familiar. Right. And he didn't just start a hobby farm. It's like, a, it's, you know, it was, this is a huge, uh, you know, 300 acre working farm, you know, with all sorts of, yeah. um, in an incredibly go- like gorgeous location. Yeah. Here, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's like right along the highway now, but yeah, there yeah. wasn't a highway. It, it was built around world war one. And yeah. And, yeah, he lived there until he passed away um, during World War II. Yeah. Excuse me. And then, uh, you know, his family, uh, people in the family uh, started other enterprises and endeavors and um, and lived on the property until, you know, the 70s or so. And then uh, the project, the the state was essentially sold or get donated to the school district. And that's where... Um, Uh, the Southeast tech, you know, which is in uh, Winona and Red Wing, uh, an earlier iteration of that sort of um, took, 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 the state by by the horns and yeah. and did really early um, innovative stuff around renewable energy actually yeah and um, but you know yeah the eighties were tough and the tax credits for all that stuff went yeah. away and yeah, so absolutely. the school district held on to it and they started a an alternative high school there which wow. is still there to to this day but essentially. The the family the Anderson family uh, bought back what they had sold or donated to yeah. the school district. Uh, AP Anderson's grandson uh, Robert Hedin, who's a poet, who had been to Yado and McDowell, uh, wanted to start a, an artist community in Red Wing. You know, and uh, and yeah, so that's from 1995 onward. Um, you know, and and the the estate, you know, was sort of maybe in a little bit more disrepair back then too. And so, sure. you know, the last 25 years has really been a big focus has been on renewal, but it's, it's not, it's not a museum, you know, it's a living right. uh, artist community. And that's, what's really exciting about it. You know, that's what I was going to say too, is it's one of those things where it's the perfect combination where there's a
0: resource in a community and someone realizes this resource and puts it back to use. Right. And it, and it, sometimes it takes a pile of money. Sometimes it takes a pile of thought. Sometimes it takes all of the above <laughs> <Yeah>. or just <laughs> someone or a small group of people saying, Hey, we want to see this happen. Uh, so I mean I think that's an incredible thing, but I mean the programming that goes on there now is is above and beyond. I mean, there, so you guys actually have um, shows well in, when non-pandemic times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There are shows, there are yeah. exhibitions, there are things that go on in the artistic world, and then also the the uh, opportunities that you present for artists to come and spend time there and create yeah. uh, through the fellowships. Well,
1: yeah. It, and what's special about it too is you know we rent out space to you know local artists, regional artists too year round, and so yeah. you know it's it's a community in the sense of there's all sorts of people that are um communicating and, uh, you know, working together and collaborating. And, yeah. If there's
0: one thing I hear in our region, and this is, of course, a nationwide issue at the yeah. moment, it, it, you know, housing, of course, is a huge issue. And But the next step or part of that, of course, then, is in having um, space for creative endeavors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, artists, particularly, if you don't run your studio out of your home or wherever that is, you have to have somewhere to work, yeah. just like anybody else. And, and, you know, as the story goes in many places, it becomes harder and harder to find those locations as places grow or change. Um, so that's a really valuable yeah. thing as well, right?, and uh, yeah, great absolutely. Uses of crea- creative spaces that might not otherwise be used, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with running something out of your basement or your garage or whatever. I mean it's no, that's very, tell me about yeah it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, sometimes circumstances uh, warrant a, a third place. and yeah, it it, it is um, really great to see, I think that yeah, just this con- sort of contemporary vision for this historic place and to be a part of that. The, the what's really one of the thing that's really innovative that the Anderson Center at Tarview is doing is this uh, deaf artists residency. Yeah, uh, it, it, and it's really been you know an honor for me to be a part of that too. Um, one of the year-round studio artists we rent to is um, is a deaf visual artist by the name of Cynthia Weitzel, and she. Uh, with the founder, you know, found established this program in 2014, and it's really gotten some momentum. We actually we're hosting a cohort right now uh, throughout the month of June, and to um, you know, for 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 artists, where yeah, communication is with with people uh, that also are you know their primary language is American Sign Language. It can be hard right. to find your people, you know, and Absolutely. so so when they come together, uh, it's just they're just so. Uh, you know, just motivated, enthusiastic, and you just, they're building these lifelong relationships, and so you're seeing these networks forming, you right. know. and that's what I was going to say, yeah.
0: they're not just there creating in their own world, they are creating these relationships and this fabric that they will then be able to work off of, but then yeah. also your, uh, the Anderson Center itself is helping present this opportunity, and then also, yeah. uh, I would imagine, a, a final show of some sort as well, or an exhibition. Yeah.
1: yeah, they do, yeah, they, they participate in a capstone event at the end of the month where they can share their practice, and and just the experience of working together, and just, deaf culture, deaf arts in general, yeah. but it, but these networks, you know, it, like when something like, uh, CODA wins the, the Academy Award, yes. you know, I look at the chatter in our Anderson Center Twitter and it's all of our residents, you know, uh, wow. um, or people doing the criticism, you know, about, uh, oh, <laughs> is it authentic to the deaf experience? You know, it's like, sure. These residents are, are. You know, leading this this conversation and it's re- you really just like you see the value in these uh, these networks. So. Absolutely. And that's just one example. I
0: mean, you guys have project like yeah. this that you're continually evolving yeah. and existing and doing yeah. the other one that's coming up that I, the Anderson Center is kind of one of the, the partners in is, of course, the Red Wing area studio tour. Uh, yeah. And that's a model that, you know, I think folks have really come to enjoy. One of the cool things about living in our area I think whether no matter I mean you're Southeast Minnesota, Western Wisconsin, Northeast Iowa. We have we have so many interesting places you can go within a couple hours, an hour or two. Now, granted, if you have to go somewhere, you got to drive an hour or two. So that's, <laughs> that's the flip side of living here. right? Yeah. But Red Wing is just up the river. Yeah. Uh, it's only it's two hours, a little more, and yeah. it's almost like it, to me when I go there, I feel like it's a world away which I would yeah. I would hope you feel that way about coming this way again absolutely I do uh, yeah. after not living here for a minute uh, but you know and I think that is something I, I do the same thing when I go over to western Wisconsin get into Vernon County Baroque, uh Richland Center all over you know yeah. some really interesting areas um, in that direction too but it, you don't have to go that far to realize a whole other world of, of what's going on and, yeah. and so artist tour our yeah. artists tour artist studio tour is yeah. one of those things too that really gives you a, a very inside view into a region's artists which is cool yeah
1: that sort of personal experience it kind of started where we were we had a, an annual summer event where it seemed like uh, just mission creep but th- the core of it really was is opening up you know the the Anderson Center tower view is a, is again a sprawling campus with lots of buildings and so to be able to really open up all these spaces that aren't open to the public yeah. but but to make it more than just um, the Anderson Center to really collaborate with artists and organizations, you know, in the area to to lift everybody up and and together sort of collaborate. I mean, it's it's something that you would just assume would be in a town like Red Wing is a, a yeah. studio tour, you know, right, so, right. And there and there had been, you know, uh, years ago. I think it just sort of ran its course. You know, the the just the administrative burden Absolutely. and that kind of thing. So. If, the yeah. institutions can take that off the artist's shoulders. You know, it's, it's really great. You know, there's, you, du- you know, driving around, um, g- getting the signage, you know, our plan for the signage and stuff and just visiting with people. It's been, it's, yeah, it's going to be really special. Debbie Carson is one of, uh, she's a photographer, does a lot of wild horses, but also, um, nature photography and stuff just has this amazing, um, studio and showroom. And it's like right there by all of her, her horses and stuff. Wow. It's just like, uh. Yeah, beautiful. paradise, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: And of course, you know, just being right there on the river, Red Wing. Tell us, I mean, just for listeners, if, if somebody hasn't been to Red Wing in a minute, what's your what's your top uh afternoon in Red Wing? What's what's <laughs> yeah. it look like? What, what should people get out and do? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the um there's a new like levee park and there's uh uh it's just, just like beautiful right on the river, yeah. and there's a new sculpture that just went in, um, kind of at this observation deck. It's like a temporary thing, and the project extends into downtown. It's called the Art Walk, yeah. and um, a lot of the sculptures are temporary, but some are permanent, and so that, you know, even following that would take you kind of throughout downtown. Which is a gorgeous downtown as yeah. well, of course, the yeah. historic hotel, restaurants, yeah. but, you know, some really yeah. fun things. Yeah, like- yeah the uh, Red Wing Shoe uh, flagship store. Of course. But, yeah, uh, but yeah the, there's a new, you know, Memorial Park is is like a bluff top view that gives you a really great view, and then I think the a great place to go and actually a inter- really interesting public art project has been um, – is a uh, barn bluff for Hey Manicha. Uh It's really great hiking up there. And there's this amazing plaza that just um, was completed last summer that really tells the Dakota history and culture and really story at the base of this. You can hear the Dakota language and it's really this like oh, wow. plaza that with yeah art and history integrated into it. And it came about through, you know, five years ago or six years ago, there was you know this controversy of painting on the bluff. There's a tradition of painting on the bluff, you know, uh-huh. yep. and it kind of came to a head, and the city ultimately decided to sort of formally outlaw the practice, and you know, paint the spot that was being painted sort of a neutral color. And but it's like, how do you repair that that uh, right. damage? You know, this is sacred. Um, this really is like the heart of of Red Wing. You know, as yeah. a village, as a as a Cultural place, historical you know, context, yeah, historical absolutely. context. So, uh, you know, the city went on with, uh, you know, forecast public art was involved in a in an art making project with native artists like Molina, Molina Miles, but also just really sustained engagement between the city and uh, the, the tribal council of uh, Prairie Island Indian community to really integrate these stories, do the listing, do the hard work. It took five years to really (laughs) integrate all these stories, but it's just such an amazing project. And so it's like, when people ask me, you know, what, what's the best like art or placemaking project in Red Wing? It's yeah. like, I point to that because it's like, they did the hard work. It took five years, right. you know, but it's like, as a result, there's these great uh, connections and relationships. Now there's momentum with uh, Prairie Island Indian community, the city of Red Wing. They're collaborating on other projects and. So much and that history there. Yeah. It's just incredible yeah. and,
0: and really important to recognize, right? And boy, at, yeah. the work of bringing that into a community or an artistic community or any type, yeah, you know, at that base level is, is such, such important work and very cool. And, and of course just makes a place, uh, more interesting more yeah. more and more rich yeah. experience to to be there to live there to experience it to do those things yeah That's very cool well Adam we we uh, could go on for quite a while we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day out of your vacation to be yeah. here and talk about yeah. all those things and I'll say uh, Aaron and I uh, you know are continually thankful for all the work you've done in the region putting things together and weaving uh, weaving things together tying yeah. tying people together relationships via communities and across the whole area has been incredible to watch and I know that we will continue to watch your work uh as as you continue down your path wherever that may be i'm sure it will be interesting for sure uh, thanks yeah. benji any any uh any last thoughts on on getting to visit our region again now after not living here for a second what do we what do we need to do better adam <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I feel it has, you know, it's been great to explore. I think, I think Decor is doing a great job. It's, it breaks my, breaks my heart to see the, the, the art house mural peeling after only two years. Oh,
0: I know. I I, think there's people working on to do with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, you know, the, there's like, you can do murals on like parachute cloth or poly tab, but I, you know, with the metal building like that, who knows, but yeah. But I'm sure that folks are, are working on that. Yeah. I, I think I've solved the riddle to your the, your podcast, right? Oh, uh, yes. An aura flora and decora. Oh, yeah. Uh, decora, yes. I adore you. That's, that's something you guys is. have been saying. That's,
0: yeah. I think that's one of Aaron's favorites. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so good. It, it was one of those things we came up with a name and it was like, let's run with it. And of course, as soon as you do, the, the feedback is, <laughs> is, uh, is is blinding. No, it's great. It's been a lot of fun. But Adam, we appreciate you taking the time. Yep. Of course, your current uh, home and everything we we're just talking about is at the Anderson Center at Tower you in Red Wing. AndersonCenter.org is where you can find all the information about the cool projects that's going on there, your residencies, all sorts of things that are going on. Uh, we appreciate so much your time taking it out of the day. Uh, this is Rhymes with Decora, a companion project of Inspired Media. I love inspiredcom We are a quarterly publication across the region. Check it out online. Check it out on stands. Uh, I could not have uh, done this podcast without the awesome and creative music of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Find him on Online, Instagram, indicative of drumming. Nick is a decoran, he's a drummer, all around fantastic guy as well. So thank you for being here. Catch you next time. It's Rhymes with Decora.
1: Goodbye.